This is a Rooster Teeth production. everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of annual pass this is the podcast where we talk about all things theme parks rides shows attractions if it happens in a theme park it happens here on annual pass i'm your host jack patillo and of course joining me as always is my lovely talented beautiful co-host bk hi beaks hello how are you doing today i'm doing fabulous wonderful 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 i'm excited we got a fun one today we're gonna be talking about one of my favorite attractions of all time favorite of all time yeah yeah it's out in california we'll get into that in a bit but hey don't forget follow us on all the social media platforms we are annual underscore passover on twitter and on instagram we're annual pass pod over on tiktok and we are at youtube.com slash annual pass as well if you want to see our pretty faces and also like pictures and stuff that go along with the you know the video portion this is an audio podcast but we still every now and then we'll maybe reference a video Mm -hmm. or or like a still or something like that and uh yeah and that's the easiest place to go also we have a bunch of cool uh videos like small form videos on our tiktok channel also like instagram reels and youtube shorts bunch of neat stuff out there i'm really happy to see all that stuff getting out there and and spreading the word And it's a lot of little bite-sized nuggets of annual pass that you can share with your friends so check those out as well. Uh, yeah, man, this is episode 97, or we've recorded 97 of these. I don't know oh if, I don't goodness. know when this is coming out, but we are rapidly approaching 100 episodes. Oh, we got to do something special. I don't know. What would be the 100th, uh, the 100th edition, the centennial episode I don't know. of Annual Pass? I believe this is the 96th episode. 96. I, will, I will confirm that. I'm pretty sure the last one was 96. Uh, ben Lexa over there getting your numbers wrong. Just say anyway, that's Crunch the whole, whole thing. Crunch <laughs> we, we talking about Matilda now? Oh, that, sorry, maybe. Where are, we, where are we going with that? <laughs> anyway, today's episode. Uh, oh, yeah. Also, store.roosteeth.com. Make sure to grab some merchandise, store.roosteeth.com. We've got some good stuff up there. We have our new little mini backpacks. They're coming mid-February. I think February 16th, those hit the store. So I don't know if they're already out or if they are coming out soon, depending on when this episode hits. But uh, but yeah, also don't forget shirts. We've got the the, the fanny pack as yes. well, the, like the hip bag, whatever, whatever you want to call it. And, hip uh, bag. It's a fanny pack. But I don't know if you can sell it as a fanny pack in England is all I'm saying. It could oh, be. Oh, see? Oh. Yeah. Just, just Anyway, that's a whole thing. <laughs> Store.roosty.com. Grab some annual pass merchandise because that directly supports annual pass and can keep us going. And, you know, you're going to fund our trip out to California to go to Super Nintendo please. World. So uh, please make that I happen. I Princess Peach. Jack, according to my very high tech uh-huh. Excel spreadsheet I have here, this is episode 96. What? And it's going to come out February 15th, the morning, uh, the same day as our live stream that's uh-huh. happening over on YouTube.com slash annual pass and Rooster Teeth for anyone that wants to tune in. Uh, really? 12 p.m. Central. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Me and Ben Lex are about to throw down here. <laughs> when, when the Alexa doesn't listen. <laughs> oh, wow, look at that. Yeah, totally. I don't know how that happened. Oh, Do not question me, Ben Lexa! Ben Lexa knows all. <laughs> I know numbers. You do know numbers. All right, well, anyway, whatever episode this is, maybe we'll bank <laughs> this one. Who knows? Whatever's now it's happen. whatever episode. <laughs> uh, numbers are a whole thing. Today on annual pass i am very excited to tell you and to talk with you about the universal studios backlot tour so this is the when when you say backlot tour this is the granddaddy of them all this, this one it. this one's been around forever so universal studios opened up in the early 1900s i believe god don't say that yeah that uh, sounds like eons ago it's it's been you say eons ago eons <laughs> i said eons eons ago <laughs> centuries ago decades Millennia. ago uh so universal studios obviously is a you know it's a production facility 
uh, they, you know, the back, the back lot is essentially where like you, you, you would dress up sets and have them where you could have shoot different movies and films. A lot of old Westerns use the exact same sets over and over again to shot from different angles to make them feel like different movies and really? whatnot. Yeah. And so a back lot is basically where you would put, you know, that's kind of like a big open area where you have sets that just kind of live there forever. Okay. Um, it's probably the most common back lot people think about now when you think about back lot is, uh, the, uh, uh I think it's called town hall square or something along those lines which is where the back to the future clock tower is so that still exists really and that clock tower has been in hundreds of commercials movies tv shows what? dressed as different things to make it feel like it's a different place but it's just been there that, that whole the little square you know yeah. the little park in front of the building has been used in so many different things sometimes it has a pond in front of it sometimes it i doesn't. was gonna say the pond yeah wait oh yeah. my goodness they can they can manipulate the back lots however they want to but so back in the day universal when they first kind of started making movies you could pay like a nickel and go a sit it like go sit in the stands and watch them making movies and like laugh along like they'd be shooting short films and like people would be like ah and you could pay to go watch them make these movies then when sound hit they didn't allow that anymore because they had to record audio and right. if there's a crowd of people you can't tell them to shut up so it's like so they stopped doing that this isn't a live studio audience not, like we're not yeah. filming sitcoms here yeah and <laughs> so uh so then eventually they started doing a bus tour where they actually had people they just kind of bust them around show them off different things i feel like i've seen like media that has shown that like like movies yeah. that have referenced the backlog tour where it's like oh all these little sets and a bus going through like yeah. i feel like that's a very typical like scene in, in a movie so to yeah, find out yeah. that it's real like you're telling me that's like a Thing. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like the, as a matter of fact, the backlot tour has been in many movies, and we'll get into those oh, in a gosh. bit. Oh gosh! So back <laughs> July fifteenth, nineteen sixty four, was the official opening of the Universal Studios backlot tour. This is where they brought the trams out, which have been you know they've been around forever since nineteen sixty four. They were called the glamour trams. Glamour trams. And uh, yeah, I don't know why exactly they were called the glamour trams. Do they have but, like? Is it like that trolley vibe? Is that why? Maybe. Um, I guess I think they were. I want to say they were painted pink. Initially, oh, when they first okay. opened, that makes sense. And There's so the glam. They were literally, it was just a you know, a tractor trailer where you know, you would have a tra it was a, a big vehicle in the front and it would just tow a whole oh. bunch of people behind you and they would just roll around through different sets and whatnot. <laughs> and so, like, you know, these these sound stages, which are still used today, like a sound stage is essentially a big building that has lighting infrastructure, sound infrastructure where you can record movies, TV shows, whatever you want to do. Um, we are currently in a sound stage here recording this. I mean, like Austin Studios and here in Austin, Texas is is a bunch of old airplane hangers converted to sound stages oh, so wow. if you ever hear if you've been a long time Rooster Teeth fan if you heard about stage five or stage four those are sound stages okay and so at universal studios at warner brothers studios disney studios and burbank like all of these studios have sound stages that are used to you know they have lighting infrastructure they have rigs up where you can just change lights around easily they're specifically made to make productions you know some include like a studio audience some don't some are okay. just for movies you know but basically you can tear out what's inside put in whatever you want and be able to tear it out and they're built specifically for that wow. so when you hear the term soundstage that's what i'm talking about okay. and so initially the backlot tour was just a tour through the sound stages you would literally be on your tram looking around like oh this is stage 15 this is where casablanca was shot or whatever <laughs> like over here is where they shot king kong and so uh it, you know that was the idea and every now and then some of the doors would be open you've seen so many movies where it's like you know a guy's having his lunch and then there's like you know an, an astronaut walks by and then a cowboy walks yeah, by yeah. and it's like oh that's movies that was basically it. Like back in the day, like they were churning out films wow. and you would see stuff like that where it's just like, you know, next door to whatever, like all of this stuff would be happening all at the same time. So 
being on a tram, it was exciting because you got to go see how that stuff was made. And so, and I, so I've always loved movies since I was a kid. I've always been fascinated with movies. And then when I saw God, probably Jurassic Park. Yeah, that was the one for Jurassic you. Jurassic Park back in 93, 94. That was the one that I was like, I want to do this. Like, how do they make this? And uh, back when I was a kid, there was a lot of TV shows that was like making of because, be, you know, before yeah. before DVDs were a thing, you know, and like, it's like, here's a bunch of Easter eggs behind the scenes stuff. They had all that stuff on TV. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, the making of Terminator 2, the making of The Abyss, the making of Jurassic Park. I just dove headlong into that stuff and I fell in love with filmmaking. And when I went out and I also love theme parks. And so my family, we went out to California at one point and um, we got, we went to Universal Studios, which I was, it was a blast. Universal Studios, Hollywood. And uh, at the time they had like the backdraft ride, which is oh, or the right. backdraft show, which is so cool. They had a uh, behind the scenes of like special effects where they showed like, it was like back to the future, like the clock tower scene, like, all of that stuff I ate up. I just love that. You know, like they had the the sound effects show where it's like they, how they do like Foley artists oh, and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love that stuff. But oh, my cool. favorite thing I went on as a kid was the Backlot Tour. The Backlot Tour, about a 45-minute ride. It really? Is, it's a long, long attraction. So you get on it. It's moved around. So at Universal Studios Hollywood, it's moved around from like the, there's two lots, the upper lot and the lower lot. It started like sometimes in the lower lot, sometimes the upper lot, kind of depending on the productions or how the facilities got moved around. Okay. But when I was a kid, I remember riding it and just falling in love with it and then going through these backstage areas, which to some people might be the most boring parts because those literally just buildings and they're like, oh, and here we're shooting, you know, uh, you know, uh, NYPD Blue or whatever. And it's like, but they're all closed doors. And I'm just like freaking out. Like, oh, my God, this is where they make movies. This is where they make movies. <laughs> they're doing it right in there. And I'll tell you what what got me the most when I was a kid that got mm-hmm. me so excited is uh, as we were going through the backlot area or the, the backstage area, uh, there was doors open to one of the facilities and inside I saw dinosaurs. <gasps> they were working on the Lost World Jurassic Park. So the sequel okay, to Jurassic to Park, see- or Jurassic Park, The Lost World, oh, whatever, the, the, the second movie. Mm-hmm. And at one point, uh, we rounded a corner, and there was a guy sculpting bones, <gasps> like giant bones. It was like, oh, a, like a dead dinosaur. And it was so like, cool. And I'm like, oh, like freaking out, like, oh, my God. Well, oh my yeah, God. that's that's their movie. Yeah, that, that was it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And then, you know, and then from that point, you go on, and you actually go to the backlot area. So they had, all you know, the old town, like the Back to the Future area, mm-hmm. and some attraction stuff we'll get into in a bit. But, like, that, for me, was the big thing. And that's when I fell in love with it. Like, I'm, I'm very passionate about theme parks. I'm very passionate about movies. And this was like a perfect blend. Oh, yeah. It's like both at the same the time. Two, of the two. Yeah. So that's where I'm approaching all this from. So if you hear my enthusiasm, that's why it's <laughs> happening right now. That explains a lot. Yeah. I appreciate the primary, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> let, let me let me read some of the stuff. So this is from Universal. This is their current description okay. of the, the world famous backlot tour. <clears throat> Visit 13 city blocks on 400 plus acres of historic studio lot in the largest set construction project in studio history built with creative cons- consultation from Steven Spielberg himself. You'll laugh along with comedian Jimmy Fallon. That's to be to be seen. The video host of the studio tour. The star of the Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon introduces entertaining clips seen on HD monitors in the trams to augment the live studio tour guide narration. That's uh, well, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that. Anyway, you know, you know, we've talked about it before where it's like, I don't like when it's like, just let the person talk. Don't, yeah. don't need a robot doing it. New in 2022. Now you can see the original Jupiter's claim set from Jordan Peele's latest horror epic. Nope. And an exclusive behind the scenes look. Plus, Telemundo's Carmen Villalobos takes on a new leading role as the video host of our Spanish language studio tour. Oh, nice. The new vignettes provide entertaining insights for guests designed to complement the live narration provided by expert studio tour guides. 
boards. We offer studio tours in Spanish on select days. Please check digital boards next or digital boards located throughout the park for tour times during your visit. So that's kind of cool. I didn't know they were doing that. They actually that's do awesome. like Spanish language versions of the attraction. Uh, super, heck yeah, super cool. Very, very cool. Uh, but yeah, so the, this is you know the the backlot tour essentially is you've always had a guided tour like a host who will spiel about what's going mm -hmm. on and uh this attraction more than any other spieling attraction it's important to have a good host because this one you know it changes constantly right universal studios is a production company like they make movies and they make tv shows so the the tram tour runs no matter what but mm -hmm. they might get rerouted due to filming like okay, y'all can't come through here. Sorry. Exactly. Like yeah. we're coming in and out, or or yeah. this is secrets. We don't want nobody seeing these things. Exactly. So you might come in on a day and be like, oh yeah, we can't go to you know the. Sorry. We can't go to this area of the of the ride. So I have to come up with a, a reason why not, or be able to speak about it and like make it make sense, have it like a, a okay. like a clean narrative through the whole thing. So and also the amount of, of movie knowledge and and film knowledge these these tour guys have is incredible because oh. like they have to be able to talk nonstop. Also. Right. If something happens where they get stuck somewhere, it's like you have to keep entertaining. Keep them entertained. Yeah, yeah, keep it going. Yeah, like when, when I worked on Great Movie Ride, we had some fun facts about like the different areas. Like he's like, oh, here's some extra fun facts about Singing in the Rain or, you know, Alien or whatever you want. If you needed to like banter for a bit because something got stuck or whatever. Mm -hmm. I can only imagine the book. <laughs> Of, of narration that you'd have to go through. As a matter of fact, I have some friends who used to work on the Backlot Tour. I wonder if maybe really? we can talk to them sometime. That'd be so and kind cool. Of, uh, there's been a lot of interesting people who worked on the Backlot Tour. So They've got to have like a little notebook or something. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> lot, lots of fun stories, I'm sure. Uh, and also, yes, yeah, so the whole idea of like a Spanish version of it, too. That's really clever. I didn't know they uh, they started doing that, but yeah, that's really, really I love really that accessibility there. So yeah. we need to start seeing a little bit more of that, I think. Yeah. So um, it, it is interesting how they've slowly added more and more stuff mm -hmm. to, the, to the attraction to kind of like help ease the tour guide. But I, I'm not a huge fan of like removing stuff from the tour guide. Uh, I've got some notes here. Uh, so it opened July 15th, 1964. Wow, that's so wild. That's, been that's open. old. Sorry, y'all. That's, I mean, that's pretty old. I mean, but before Universal Studios was a theme park, it was a production facility. And to say it still is. But now there is a theme park kind of attached to it. Mm. But this was the only ride they had in the park. Like there wasn't really like, you know, big things to go into it. Then they started slowly adding sort of like mini attractions to it. So uh Back like back in 1964, the one of the first big things that people were getting excited about is on the backlot tour. They had the the Psycho Mansion from from oh, Psycho. From Psycho, yeah. Yeah. So you would drive by it. It's like, oh my gosh, it's the Psycho. That's it's, cool. And so they would start doing stuff like that. It was like, let's feature certain things during the attraction, like the, set pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was also like a, a whole area where you could go and. Uh, and like they had like a like a break area, but they put up a lot of props and stuff. Oh, like you go nice. like a little plaza area, and slowly like those props have moved all over the place. Oh yeah, I am such a fan of props and oh, like yeah. practical effects and stuff. So anything you could get, anything that is set related, prop yeah. related, just let me see it with my eyes. Yeah, the, the boneyards are always the best thing. Oh, uh, so cool. Uh, so it, okay, I've got some interesting facts here. So speaking of you know Jimmy Fallon popping in now, now there's a video monitor where they show clips from movies and stuff. It's like oh here, let's give you some context to where we are. Mm -hmm. So in late 1989, CD players finally gave the tour guides a chance to rest their voices. <laughs> so I guess they had some like audio bit they could play during things so the tour guide didn't have to talk the whole time. Because again, talking for 45 minutes to an hour 
nonstop right. for you know eight to twelve hours a day. That's gonna be that's gonna wreck you at some point. In 1999, the CD players were replaced by DVD players and what? LCD screens, allowing tour guides to show scenes from movies filmed at locations the tram passes. So there you go. So back in 99 is when that started. In 2009, the screens were upgraded to HD. Ooh. Fancy. <laughs> and then in 2011, Jimmy Fallon joined the tour as a video host to supplement the live action narration. Also appeared in some filming scenes. So like they would show off stuff and whatnot. But um, and now they've you know they've also included stuff like there is the uh, uh, unfortunately the Fast and Furious uh, supercharged bit. That we know and love, quote unquote, in Orlando. No. Uh, that started in California. So that was just one portion of the backlot tour. Oh, really? It's the exact same attraction. Oh. Except it's one part of a 45 minute ride, as opposed to, you know, you go wait in line for 20 minutes in Orlando, ride the thing, and then you're off. It's like, no, no, this is one bit of a much larger thing. So uh, speaking of that, there's a lot of different sections from the backlot tour. Obviously, you know, seeing the studios and stuff is really, really cool. I love that stuff. But there's also a lot of stuff they've added on to it to make it an actual like a ride and also they can kind of like test out some new technologies there kind of like a smaller capacity then like okay it worked here let's expand on it you know like king kong the uh the king there's a thing it's uh king kong 360 3d so you pull into this thing in the tram and you're surrounded by screens mm -hmm. and king kong like shakes the tram and whatnot uh they took that and made uh kong skull island in orlando so like they kind of took it and expanded on it. It's like, oh, that's kind of cool, oh, cool. You know? But then you also have the flip of that, like, you know, supercharged and just copy and paste it. But <laughs> that's a lot of things. So right now on the Backlot Tour, you still have the Bates Mansion is still there. Okay, so cool. So the Psycho House is still there. Uh, now they've actually included an, a, an actor as well who looks a lot like Norman Bates. Yeah. And he has like a knife that he's hiding oh, from. No. And it's like, oh, it's kind of spooky. <laughs> um, the Flash Flood scene which has been there since 1968 is still there. So there's the scene where you pull up in the tram and you're like, oh, this is, you know, dressed like, like an old Western town or whatever. And all of a sudden, like these, these gates drop and a flash flood hits and just covers the whole town in water and like trees fall over and stuff. That's been there since 1968. Oh my goodness. And so it's been very, very cool. Jaws popped up in 1976. So there's a little lake area, a little like Amity village area and Jaws pops up. Uh, that's a classic thing you've seen in a whole bunch of stuff where he pops up next to the car and like water sprays everywhere. In 1989, Earthquake showed up. Earthquake! I love Earthquake. This became, it was called Earthquake in, in Orlando as yeah. well. And then it became Disaster. Um, but yeah, it's basically, you're in a, you're meant to be in a subway tunnel in San Francisco. So the tram, as it's driving around, pulls into a building and all of a sudden it feels like you're in a subway tunnel in San Francisco and they call it a hot set. It's like, oh, it's a hot set. I mean, anything could happen. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, like the tram starts rocking around. It's like, oh no, we're in California. Earthquakes happen. Ah, scary. And then, you know, but then like the the floor, like the ceiling opens up and there's a truck on the upper level. It slides down oh, and explodes. A subway car comes like careening in and almost hits you and stuff. And then water floods the whole thing. Really, really cool. Very, very neat thing. That opened up in 1989 and then eventually, you know, moved over to Orlando as well. And uh, that's such a cool portion of the attraction. It's still there now. Um, in 1996, I have Jurassic Park. So what happened? At, what was with Jurassic? Oh, yeah. So with Jurassic Park, uh, they added some Dilophosaurs in one area where they would pop up and spray water at you and okay. stuff. It's like, oh, that's kind of cute. Uh, King Kong 3D, th uh, 360 3D came in 2010. Uh, that was because the original King Kong burnt to the ground, unfortunately. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. 
Uh, Fast and the Furious Supercharged is still there right now. That opened up in 2015. That includes scenes with uh, 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 Vin Diesel and The Rock <laughs> also blended in. It's a, it's a whole dumb, dumb thing. And then Jupiter's Claim opened up last year in 2022. Oh, Jupiter's Claim. Which is really neat. So you actually go through Jupiter's Claim. You, I would you love he- to. You hear the noises of Jean Jacket and stuff. It's, oh. it's really, really freaky. So, uh, but yeah, so there's different things that go through. There's also like a bridge that used to cross over, the, like the crumbling bridge, which you would be on it and it would fall. And like, ah, oh, and so that's there every now and then. But as far as some, some bigger stuff that they've actually taken out, they had King Kong Encounter, which opened on June 14th, 1986. So uh, this was, uh, you know, it was a very, very cool attraction. It was At the time, it was the largest animatronic ever made. So you pulled into this building and, you know, it got very quickly. You realize, like, oh, you're on a set and it was made to look like New York City. And it's like, oh, we're on a, a big bridge. The, uh, the tram would then turn and you're on this big, you know, the suspended bridge and King Kong was in front of you holding on to the bridge, oh, shaking wow. it back and forth and screaming. And then he had like banana breath and stuff. And so, <laughs> you know, he, he would be shaking onto it and stuff. And it was just really freaky. Like the, the tram would start rocking oh. and whatnot. And then eventually you would get away. You would like slowly roll away from it. Um, if you've ever seen like old classic Universal logos where it has like Universal, but like you can kind of see through the letters yeah. and you see King Kong screaming, that's that King Kong. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this is 1986. Uh, again, unfortunately, June 1st, 2008, there was a fire in the backlot area of Universal and King Kong got burnt to the ground, no. which is super, super sad. Also, a lot of like old, like apparently there was like a storage area. They lost a lot of stuff, a lot of old films. Um, very, very sad for that to happen. And uh, yeah, so King Kong got burnt to the ground. Instead of rebuilding it, they built King Kong 360, which is a thing where you pull in and you're surrounded by screens and it makes it feel like you're actually there. Like you kind of look everywhere and there's always stuff going on. And again, that has been recreated with Kong Skull Island down in Orlando. Uh, Let's see here. What else? Avalanche, the Avalanche Tunnel. Uh, it's no longer there. It was, initially, it was called Avalanche Tunnel. Eventually, became Curse of of the Mummy's Tomb. It was also a Dante's Peak thing for a while. Okay. This, as a kid, freaked me out. Yeah. So um, I'll have to show you a video of this at some point. But basically, the tram would say like, oh, we're going into this thing. Uh, we're going into a tunnel. But oh, something's going wrong. The lights kick on. And you're in this tunnel that it's, it's you know, it's a big circular tunnel with a tram line in the middle of it. And it's spinning around the outside. Okay. So have you ever been in a fun house yeah. where they have like the walls are spinning around mm-hmm. you, but you're walking and you just feel like you're tilting? You're tilting, yeah. That was this, but it was on a tram. Oh, that's terrifying, yeah. Like, I remember as a kid almost falling out of the vehicle. It's just <laughs> like, it just messes with your head. Oh, it's like no. everything around you moving. And so from what I understand, the drivers, they would literally look straight down because they, 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 they had like a path and they would just follow the path because if they looked up, it would start messing with their perception. Right. So they literally would have to like focus just on the floor to not like oh, drive no. off. It's, it's wild. And so super, super simple, but man, it was it was really intense as a kid. <laughs> uh this is kind of cool. So I didn't I didn't get to experience this, or maybe I did, but I don't remember it. It's the Battle of Galactica. So the from like what, the Galactica? Yeah, like Battlestar Galactica. <gasps> So this ran from 1979 to 1992. This high technology attraction featuring animatronics and live actors and a spectacular laser battle based on the television series Battlestar Galactica with a 200 foot long spaceship that swallowed the passengers opened June 9th, 1979. This was the first theme attraction to feature audio animatronic characters outside of Disney parks. 
That's kind of cool. I didn't wow. know that. And was the first dark ride to combine sophisticated animatronics with lasers and live actors. At a cost of $1 million, it was the most expensive special effects attraction ever built at the park at the time. It was replaced in 1992 by the foundations of Back to the Future, the ride. So this was on the upper lot area. That's cool. So I, I don't remember this, but there's a very good chance I rode this okay. or I went through it at least. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So you would go in and it was literally like like robots and stuff. But then like a guy would pop out with like a laser gun that had like laser stuff on it and shoot it. Beep. And like some of the robots were like split in half and stuff. Oh. It was it was kind of cool. And so um, I, I watched some video of that. And it was really, really neat. But yeah, it's no longer there. But also the idea that it was the first time they used audio animatronics outside of Disney. Yeah, that's a huge one. I didn't know that yeah. at all. I mean, this is 1979. So this is okay. you know, at that point Disneyland and Disney World were both open. So mm -hmm. like animatronics have been around for a while. But yeah, I mean, you got to figure 1955 is when Disneyland opened. And so, I mean, there were animatronics at, at, at Pirates and, 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 you know, Jungle Cruise. So it took a while for anyone else to kind of start using these things, I guess. But that's that's neat. And that is no longer there. Uh, one thing, too, I wanted to point out is, you know, like this thing, the, the attraction has been it has popped up in a lot of movies and TV shows and whatnot. Apparently, Knight Rider, there was a whole thing where he rode the backlot tour. But one of my favorite movies ever of all time as a kid growing up was The Wizard with Fred Savage and Jenny Lewis. And uh, yeah, anyway, it's, it's a movie about a kid who plays video games. Okay. And he wants to go to Video Armageddon, which is a big video game competition in California okay, at Universal cool. Studios. And, uh, and they end up playing Super Mario Brothers 3, which is awesome. But uh, anyway. This movie sounds unreal. Oh, like yeah, the more also, you keep describing it, oh, yeah. I'm like you're making it oh, up. Oh, no, it gets better. Uh, you know, it gets better. Also, so Fred Savage and, and Jenny Lewis are getting chased by a bounty hunter. And so the bounty hunter is chasing them through the theme park and they start running through the backlot area, including uh, there was a portion where they ran through King Kong. So like they're running underneath King Kong. And I and I want to say there's like there's like a, the, they go through the earthquake scene, which also has stuff from the Battlestar Galactica bit in it. There were like aliens in there too, okay. so it was kind of a weird blend of the two. All right. Um, I used to write about movies for a, a movie website, and I actually got to interview the director of of, uh, of, of the Wizard. The Wizard. Okay, cool. Super super nice guy. And uh, he was telling me too, like one of the fun things is, uh, so on the backlot tour, uh, eventually like this guy's chasing down the kids, right? And he's mm -hmm. like, just like tearing through it. And everyone's like, oh, it's just part of the ride. And then, uh, so he said, one of the things they had to cut was there was a kid on the ride. They had him scream, I want to go to Disney World <laughs> or Disneyland, something like that. And they had to that's cut it from funny. the movie. They're like, yeah, we can't do that. No, but, that's on the nose. That's yeah, really funny. <laughs> Anyway, so if you want to see a cool little backstage look at at uh, you know Universal Studios back in the early '90s, you can go check out The Wizard. Uh, I love that movie; it's so so Nadia, good. It's my list. Also, Christian Slater's in it too, and uh, one of the this movie's not real. I want to say <laughs> Bo Bridges, one of the Bridges brothers, is in it as well. I don't believe you now. The more you describe it, the more I'm like, this movie is not yeah. real. You gotta get you gotta get Jimmy to California to go play the video games. Anyway. <laughs> It's it's awesome. I, I I love that movie. Growing I can't up. wait. I, I'm gonna check I, it out. I have a poster for it in my house right now. Okay, now signed, I have to yeah, watch it. It's so uh, signed by Fred Savage and signed. Yeah, okay, yes. listen, I'm gonna watch it this weekend. Okay, okay. I'll, I I'm sure you can find it. I somewhere. will find it. Don't worry. Uh, yeah. So again, we're not we're not gonna do like a ride through portion of this thing because this thing is so massive and there's so many different things of it. And it sounds like it changes so often yeah. too. It'd be hard to really like it do a ride. It fluctuates and changes a lot. Like I remember uh, the last time I went to uh, I went to Universal Hollywood I actually. Got rode the backlot tour and one of my one cool thing was at the time there was a show called i feel bad being produced there okay and uh, and friend of achievement hunter james buckley who was also in the in-betweeners and a bunch of other stuff he was on that show it was cool he actually if you watch the show it's on hulu right now it's all 
only ran for about one season. Uh, he wears a bunch of Achievement Hunter shirts in the show. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. Because we actually, he re he worked with the wardrobe department and then got them to be, like, we signed off on him using Achievement Hunter <laughs> stuff. So he wears almost exclusively Achievement Hunter Oh, that's so funny. I can't wait to go back. What an yeah. Easter egg. And so, but it was like on NBC or something like that. But uh, anyway, they were filming that there. And so, like, I was texting him. Me, like, dude, you know, like, are you working today? He's like, oh, I'm not there today. But it's like, I wanted to go check out the studio. <laughs> yeah. So I got to go around through that, but um, it's it's fun because again this thing changes constantly. Like right. they added a whole um, you know, War of the Worlds, the the Tom Cruise yeah. War of the Worlds, the big seven forty seven crash. They have that there where really? you need to go through it. Um, again, when they filmed the Lost World Jurassic Park, they had a big scene from that that kind of lived there forever. Uh, Whoville from The Grinch Stole Christmas was there. As a matter of fact, uh, Jim Carrey's a big fan of the Backlot Tour. A lot, lot of a lot of actors love the Backlot Tour. Like a lot of people, kind of like enjoy playing up to crowds and like this is a rolling band of tourists. So if you're filming something, you just go yell at the tourists or whatever. Mm -hmm. Apparently, they were filming something. I think like Man on the Moon or some movie that Jim Carrey was in, and they were on the Backlot. And during a downtime for one of the scenes, Jim Carrey ran over to the Bates Hotel or the, the Bates Mansion and uh, found like a jacket or something and went and hid behind the Bates <laughs> Hotel and then when the tram pulled by he ran out acting like Norman Bates and apparently jumped on the ride vehicle no! and was like yelling at people and stuff <laughs> like what are you doing like mother's gonna be so mad freaked everyone out oh, totally. and also freaked out the, 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 the host as well they're like what is going on until they realize like oh that's Jim Carrey <laughs> what I mean, this is the 90s when Jim Carrey's like the hotness. Yeah. And so supposedly because of that, they've now added a live actor to the, the Bates Mansion area. Oh, okay. And so that's the way he has the knife and stuff. Apparently that became part of the thing with, so with like Jim Carrey. So it's like a bit now. Yeah. And supposedly when, when Jim Carrey was out there filming uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, he wanted to do that again, but in full Grinch outfit. He should have. And uh, apparently they wouldn't, they wouldn't let him because at the time they hadn't released images of him as the as, Grinch. Oh, okay. I so was going like, to say no, no, they don't Jim, like the image do, with Jim as the Grinch with a knife. I think that might be a little too be, much. But just think about like, you know, like being on a backlot tour and suddenly you look up and it's like, oh, the Grinch who is Jim Carrey is jumping on our ride vehicle. I would have been so hyped. That's I'm sorry. So cool. I, I love anything where you can like get actors just being able to be themselves and kind of go off and and have fun that that's the cool part for me i would have loved to have been there for that that would have been so cool to see that but <laughs> um but so so some fun facts again you know the backlot tour has been around since the 60s i mean really even before that a lot of famous people have worked on the backlot tour so um randy pitchford who you might know as the he is the director of gearbox okay who does uh borderlands yeah, yeah, yeah. he worked there wow uh conan o'brien was a host okay. for a bit okay uh ron howard who was opie in in and griffith's show and also you know is the director ron howard whose daughter you know bryce dallas howard is in Jurassic park he was a tour guide at one point too which was wild because he would have had to have done the andy griffith show where he was a kid then gone on to do a backlot tour thing and then gone on to do like, you know, American Graffiti and a bunch of other yeah. stuff, which is wild. Uh, Jimmy Fallon apparently also was a, a tour host for a while. Maybe that's why they picked him. I guess <laughs> I'm so. I'm trying to figure this part out. <laughs> so apparently Josh Gad, I don't know if you've heard about this, but mm -hmm. Josh Gad, he just got a, a Disney Legends Award during D23. So they give they give D23 or they give Disney Legends Awards to like people involved with Disney. A lot of times it'd be like old Imagineers or people who have worked at the company forever. Uh, this past year, they gave Disney Legends Awards to the entire cast of Frozen. So uh, Dina Menzel, uh, Kristen Bell, uh, Jonathan Groff and Josh Gad all got it as well. And Josh Gad, during his acceptance, he was very excited because when he was a kid, he applied to be a Jungle Cruise host and they turned him down. <laughs> So he he basically was told, no, you can't be a Jungle Cruise host. And he's like, now 
Now what? Now, now I'm coming what? back. I've got my digital. So <laughs> you better let me be a host, yeah. please. Something. So, I'm willing to bet at some point Josh Gad will get to host the the Jungle Cruise. Like, oh, that would be really cool. Pretty wild. Uh, so also Whoopi Goldberg apparently was a host what? there, and uh, Paul Feig, who's the he was the director of Bridesmaids. He also did the the Ghostbusters remake with Kristen Wiig and and uh, Melissa McCarthy. Uh, he also was that too. Uh, and, and there's a, a whole slew of other people that have done it as well. So. It's kind of a, a who's who kind of kind of situation. Universal's pretty good about that. Like even the uh, you know we talked with Scott Porter, uh, who was on Friday Night Lights, which actually shot here probably in this building, which is weird. But Scott Porter, he worked on the you know Beetlejuice Graveyard Review, and also you know like Wayne Brady was there too. No apparently, way. apparently Joey Fatone was there as what? well. It's it's interesting how like these names they start at theme parks and go on. So I don't know. It's, Maybe it's just because they know so much, or like they understand the terminology, so yeah. like a script would be really easy. Plus I, the showmanship. Like I I'm guess, trying to understand the connection. Well, it's also I, I think you know things like this attract people who are into this stuff. Okay, you know? yeah. And so it makes sense to be like, oh yeah, like I'm yeah. I'm into movies. I want to surround myself with movies, even if that means I have to go host the tram tour just to be around movies. You're you know? in the industry. I feel like that is a yeah. good starting point, or at least a fun way to do something in between. That yeah. isn't too demanding. Like I can imagine, be like, all right, between stuff, let me do my side gig at the backlog <laughs> tour. Don't worry, you can catch me on Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it also, I mean, honestly, it gives you a chance to practice performance as well, right. and, like hitting notes and having a lot of stuff in your head Public and being speaking. able to. Yeah. yeah. And so it's 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 a good thing. It makes sense that a lot of you know famous people have done that. So uh, as far as new news, April 2022. So last April, they swapped out a few of the tram vehicles with electric vehicles, which is kind of cool. Oh. So uh, apparently, they are hoping to swap out all of the, the vehicles they have there now with electric vehicles uh, by 2025. Apparently there are 21 trams total. Oh. And so they're trying to swap them all out. There's like like three going or, green. Yeah. Yeah. Also makes sense because, you know, that's like, you know, if you're on a big vehicle and it's just coughing up exhaust, yeah. like the front few roads are going to be breathing that the whole time. So makes sense. It's also quieter too. So. Right. I was about to say, it's probably a little quieter yeah. for the sets. They might be a little grateful for that change. Yeah. So I'm curious if you can, if you can easily spot which ones are the electric ones and which ones aren't. Ooh. So anyway, uh, that just happened recently. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to Yesterworld. So Yesterworld is a YouTube channel. They did it a fantastic video on the Backlot Tour. If you want to learn more about the history of it, if you want to see video of it, I mean, he, he has dug deep into finding stuff that existed and didn't exist and really dives into some of the different uh, parts of the attraction that like have come and gone over the years so give that a, give that a check out it's it's so so good so yesterworld's video on that is awesome there's also a lot of really great history videos on it too so youtube.com slash you know whatever yesterworld he's got lots of good stuff so anyway that's sort of our look at the backlot tour i'm very excited to take you on this sometime i would love to go it's honestly also, i'm so excited it's also a great attraction too because it lasts so long like after walking around a park for a long time it's like let's just go sit down for 45 minutes and just kind of like enjoy this you know it's, it's like the better people mover and i didn't know that was possible <laughs> yeah well it, it's <laughs> nice too because there's so much stuff packed into it right. like, it's the backlot tour but then you have like you have you know the the supercharged bit you have the earthquake mm. bit you have king kong it's like there, it's like a lot of attractions it's all like kind a of ride in one. ish like mini rides yeah. but then also chill and vibe exactly. and learn and then maybe you like you you roll around a set and it's like oh there's someone filming that i recognize you know maybe like, so there's always stuff going on there. They're always filming stuff. And also, I just love seeing the courthouse from uh, from Back to the Future. I will, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. I'm going to say a lot of words I probably shouldn't say on the podcast if I go on that. It's, so. pre it's pretty neat. And like, just seeing, like, it's funny because once you see it and you start recognizing it in other shows where it's like, oh, yeah. that's it, but dressed up. It's like sometimes it has the four columns, like in Back mm -hmm. to the Future. Sometimes it doesn't. The, sometimes the clock's there. Sometimes it's not. Like, they change it up all the time. So anyway, you can always you see it with your own eyes. 
So that's that's a lot of fun. But that's going to do it for our look at the world-famous Backlot Tour at Universal Studios. I want to get out there and check it out now. Um, I'm very excited to see what's, what it looks like now because it's been a few years, so it's always changing. So yeah. it's kind of cool to get back and, and go out and really just go out to Hollywood's fun too. So it's a neat place. It's a cool park, and we'll take you there someday. Please take me. And may, and maybe, Papa Jack, I just want to go. Maybe we'll poke our feet in the Super Nintendo world as well oh. while we're out there because that just opened up. So anyway, I have a question for you now. So what we do is every single week we ask a question of you, the audience, and then you go to roosterteeth.com, answer that question, and then during our live streams, which we have one mid-February coming up, uh, maybe today, depending on when this episode comes out, uh, February 15th is the live stream for February It'll be mid-March for the next one. So my question for you is what movie would you hope to see being filmed while on the Backlot Tour? What would be your dream movie? If you were on the Backlot Tour, let's say let's say this existed anytime. You know, like, like for me, seeing The Lost World being filmed was amazing. It was so cool because I knew, like at that point, I knew Jurassic Park. Like even if it was like Jurassic Park, I might not know what that is. Like, oh, dinosaurs, okay. But knowing they were making that was so cool like like back to the future part two would be so cool Ooh, yeah. to see being filmed That'd something be awesome. like that so what what would be your movie you wish you could have seen being filmed in the back lot while on the tour answer over roosterteeth.com we'll go through pull some of the answers down and read them out during our live stream and uh yeah bk do you have any idea like what movie would you like to see being filmed Ooh. while from from the comfy of your own glamour tram oh man there'd be like two like like Alien, I would pay top oh, dollar for Alien or like Close Encounters. Oh, that'd be, that'd be cool. Oh. I wonder if they shot that. I wonder if they used the backlot for that. I don't know. Some of those end scenes are giving those vibes yeah. that was in the middle of nowhere. That's true. That's I don't a, know. Yeah, I, Alien was a Fox production, so I don't know if that... I'm trying to think like... But Spielberg, he's Close Encounters, so maybe yeah. E.T.? E.T. would oh, be pretty cool. I would top dollar just to be there, <laughs> right there. I... Yeah, sign me up. You don't think that would take away? You can see like the, the puppet and everything for ET? No, I, wa I want to. Yeah. I want to see it all. Oh, the okay. BTS, that would be amazing. Be so cool. uh, I, just, I just love the filmmaking in general. Like, it's so cool. Like, it's the magic of making movies is, is, is still not lost on me now. And, like, I'm very lucky to be in a you know facility, a production company where we've gotten to do that. And, like, mm -hmm. even, like, doing stuff for YouTube, making the shorts and just all this stuff is just it's so fun to get something where it's like it goes from a script to filming to cut together to release it's just it's yeah. such a neat thing it's like and livable art i think that's yeah. probably why we like theme park so much probably <laughs> it is still kind of living and experiencing yeah. art so yeah. it's such an awesome medium i yeah. love movies and theme parks absolutely so <laughs> then that's why i love having you on the show oh, you, thank you, you. you fit in perfectly well Yay. so but uh but yeah you can let us know over receipt.com but that'll pretty much do it for us today thank you again everyone who supports this show follow us on the social media we are annual underscore pass on twitter Twitter and on Instagram, we are at youtube.com slash annual pass. And we are TikTok. Or, no, we're not. We are annual pass pod over on TikTok as well. Make sure to check out all of our reels and shorts and, and TikToks, all that stuff, and, and share those around like crazy. And, uh, you know, feel, feel free to leave reviews for the podcast as well because that always helps us. Store.receive.com. Go pick up some merchandise as well because that does definitely help us for sure. And uh, yeah, that'll do it for us this week. BK, you feel like you learned anything? Yeah, this week? I learned tons. I had no idea about the vacuum. Tour, so oh, I was so excited to listen to you geek out. <laughs> this, before we go, one last story. So the last time I went on the Backlot Tour, uh -huh. I was there with a couple friends, uh, my friend Sean and Kristen. And uh, Sean and I have been buddies for a long time. Uh, I just recently met Kristen, and now we're really good friends. But this is like five years ago. We were in line for the Backlot Tour. And so it was Katie and me and Sean and Kristen. We're, we're in line waiting for the Backlot Tour. And these girls kind of like right in front of us, they turned around. And they were like, 
are you are you Jack from from Achieve Hunter? No way. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, oh my gosh. And then, uh, but Kristen missed that part. And so they're like, oh, can we get a photo? And I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. And then I went to go like, you know, get a photo and Kristen was confused. And then I took a photo with them and she assumed they wanted me to take a photo for them. Right. And she's like, why is Jack getting in that picture with them? <laughs> like, what? That's really funny. Why, why would he, why would they do that? Because <laughs> she didn't know that I was right. with Rooster Teeth or anything like that. But y'all famous. Yeah. She was just like, who, what? And so anyway, that was pretty funny. So she was very confused. Anyway, love you, Kristen. So, but that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much, everyone. We love you guys. Uh, let us know if you're, if you had any cool experiences on the backlot tour, yeah. some of your favorite things as well over roosterteeth.com in the comments. Uh, we love hearing that. I love reading the comments over YouTube as well. Anywhere you want to post about, you know, this stuff. I love reading it. I love getting involved. Me too. In it, so. Cool. All right. Well, that'll do it. Thank you so much, everyone. Take care of yourselves. We'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. See ya.